All right, that's good. We are ready. Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm Kayla. And I'm Silas, and this is The Adventures of Kayla and Silas, a podcast about everything travel. Each week, we cover travel topics that we find interesting and that we hope you will, too. This week, we will be talking about the many ways in which you can travel. There are lots of ways. We had a conversation last week about budgeting for travel, and this got me thinking a little bit about the different types of trips you could take. Mm -hmm. And then... There were a few articles that I stumbled across that made me think that we should talk about the different types of travel or different types of trips you can take. Yeah, because I feel like for a lot of people, travel means a certain thing. Right. Like I always go to a resort in the Caribbean and do the beach thing where it's all inclusive or travel means a road trip and we're going to national parks. I I think that was probably travel for me as a kid was... Like a national park or something historical that was, yeah. Exactly. Reachable by car. And my perception is, I don't have any statistics to back this up, but my perception is that a lot of people tend to pick their type of travel and say, that's that's traveling and that's what I do. And they don't branch out. Would you agree, disagree? Kayla, I want to know your (laughs) thoughts and feelings. Silas knows I have a lot of opinions, so he doesn't really have to work so hard to elicit them. I think there's a reason why a lot of people, when they say I'm going on vacation, that it's always to the same place. Yeah. Because I think for those people, a lot of times, they aren't really comfortable with the uncomfortable part of travel. Sure. The like, I don't know what's happening next kind of um, situation that we often find ourselves in traveling. And that's something that we cope with well, I think. Sure. Is that part of travel. But I think for some people, they don't. And so for them, going to the same place or the same type of place repeatedly is, it's more safe, I guess. Yep. And so I think a lot of people don't don't really think outside of that box. Right. And that's, that's perfectly acceptable. But what we wanted to do today was share... S- some different types of travel so that maybe you could expand your horizons if you want to. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Just some ideas. So these articles that I found, they, we'll start with this first one, the Appalachian Trail speed record. This guy went through, I think a 26 year old guy decided that he, I don't know if he was like, man, I really need to beat this record. Or if he just really loved running, I know that he ran in college and high school and cross country and track and was a a really good runner, but he set out and broke the record running the Appalachian trail. It sounds horrifying to, to go that far, but it's also incredible that he was able to accomplish this. I want to look up the exact deets, the exact record. The fastest time ever recorded, he averaged 48 miles a day for six and a half weeks straight to finish the 2,189-mile uh, Appalachian Trail in the it's fastest... that long? Mm-hmm. In, oh, my God. Yes. In the fastest known time ever recorded, 45 days, 12 hours, and 15 minutes. He tracked his efforts via GPS, sharing regular updates on Instagram. The incredible 
this is an incredible article and I suggest you read it. It'll be in the show notes, but the parts, one part that stood out to me in particular was that he was on an 8,000 calorie diet a day that consisted of what I thought to be mostly junk food (laughs) because Oreos, trail mix, muffins, protein bars, and what he calls trail magic. People just sharing food with him as he was on the, he was like, Hey um, guys, I'm on mile 30 today and uh, I'm real hungry. So could I get a muffin from you? Well, because when you do the Appalachian Trail, you are you're carrying everything on your back. Yeah. So in addition to to doing fifty miles a day for fifty days. Yeah, there's a picture of him right at the top of the article with his backpack. It does look light, all things considered, but it. That's at the end, though. That's at the end. Yeah, he's. I mean, it might have started a lot fuller for sure. He grew a whole beard while he was out there. It's incredible. So this is a type of trip that... Let's move on because this sounds horrible. This is a type of trip you could take if you wanted to. If you wanted to. (laughs) But it it definitely sparks some interest and I I think that we can... Well, it's this idea of like a trip that challenges you to do something maybe physical or like that creates this goal like he obviously set out with a very specific goal right and for the rest of us mortals you know (laughs) you don't have to try and do the Appalachian Trail completely and beat his record or anything but definitely setting out a physical goal uh hiking somewhere swimming something biking you know speaking of swimming oh yes the next article is about an underwater hotel segway woman Underwater hotel room. Yes, this isn't so much of a... It's not a story about one person, but it's just this like really unique thing. Just off the coast of Tanzania, you can stay in this underwater hotel and... There's a little video that I watched on there that shows fish are swimming around and they have it lit up around the outside of mm-hmm. the box that is glass so that you can see out of your room into the ocean, but they also have it, they have it lit up in a way that allows you to see fish as they swim up to the glass. Mm-hmm. It's not a dark, murky nothing. It's actually really beautiful, and it's... It's it, like being in an air, aquarium or something. You Yes, you are inside a terrarium <laughs> surrounded by an aquarium is basically what's going on. Oh, yeah. So there's that. And, and it, as a destination, it's a really cool place to visit. I don't know what else there is to do around there. I didn't dive that deep into the article or really to do any more research, but finding a place with a unique room to stay at or a unique activity to do or activity to, to do try. at the one location, that is an, another type of uh, inspiration for a trip that, uh, yeah, like you, you could can, build a whole can, trip around just that hotel room. I want right. to spend one night in this hotel room, so now I'm going to do all of these other things exactly. kind of around. Exactly. Totally agree. Okay, what's the next story? The next story that I found was this couple for their honeymoon oh. Oh, decided yeah. to pedal boat down the river sign. 360 kilometers. So this is very, this is similar and dissimilar to the Appalachian Trail article in that it's similar that they are going a long distance, but it's dissimilar in the fact that I feel like an average couple could do this. I don't know that these are ultra marathoners or these are people who are serious athletes. They just, the concept is similar. The athleticism is different. Although they, they do, it sounds like get to a part of the river that's quite choppy and it'll be difficult, but they're in a, 
a pedal boat, so it's not... They're not carrying their stuff on their back. They're stopping each night to camp, it sounded like. To camp or to stay at hotels or things. They're they're breaking up the trip with fun evening activities that I think would be more similar to most honeymoons, fancy dinners, etc. But definitely thinking about who you're going with. Going for a honeymoon or for other... Uh, celebrations with somebody else can make a trip very, very interesting. And so I think that was, uh, it stood out to me because they were taking this trip together. And the, the fact that they decided to do it for their honeymoon is a very interesting story. Well, indeed. so did you see he's a travel blogger? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of, it might've been a gimmick. They might've yeah. said, Hey, let's do this. Yeah. It, it may have been, really but, weird thing. but, but still, still, it sounds like a cool, it does sound cool. So this other sure. one is a, kind of a whole other idea. So these guys in Portland. These guys. These guys in Portland, they like pinball, like the arcade game. What other version? Okay. Well, I was confused at first. Sure. Pinball your way across the USA reads the article. And so I thought it was using it as a verb. It was not. It was not. It was talking actually about pinball. So anyway, these guys in Portland wanted to create a database so that they could find their favorite pinball machines. And they did it for Portland specifically. And then it sounds like it kind of grew into this bigger thing. I think the technical term for what type of trip this is is nerd travel. Nerd travel. There you go. Well, so basically now you can search most of North America with this pinball map. And so one other idea basically is to build a trip around something that you're interested in. Right. So whether it's baseball stadiums, but yeah, baseball or you are in search of the world's best hamburger or whatever it is. Um, wow. You they can have use it in almost every state. Sorry. I just went to the map. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Yeah. Like we said, it's nerd travel. But I mean, I essentially you, anything that you are interested in, you could build a trip around that. Exactly. Yep. That is something that my grandma does even, where she will take trips specifically to go to quilt shows. I want to get new pieces. I want to get new squares. I want to get new patterns. I want to go to the quilt show. Oh, well, how'd you hear about it? Well, I searched for quilt shows. (laughs) Oh, okay. Fair (laughs) enough. That's like the thing she knows about. She she likes quilt shows. She loves quilting. She does a great job with it. Um, Yeah. So there are a lot of options to travel in different ways, and there are... Lots of people doing very unique things, but this just made me think about what are all the ways that you could travel? What are all the different categories of travel, right? And I wasn't able to find one super definitive list, but I did find two that had some unique things that I thought we could talk about a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. So I've literally never thought about this before. Like, just classifying trips. Yeah. But now that I look at these lists, I, I guess I get it a little bit more. So the, the list that I first found was via Wikipedia, and the second one was on a Huffington Post article. I The Wikipedia link, I'm sure, is a rabbit hole that you could get lost in for hours, but some of the ones that stood out to me yeah, okay, were adventure travel, which I'd heard of before, baby moon, so it's a baby baby mooning. mooning. Baby mooning. I had to look it up. 
Makes they, sense now. T- well, you've looked it up. Tell, tell everyone about it. It's when you go on a trip before your baby's born, like during your second trimester, because presumably you're not going to get to travel alone as a couple again for many years. Right. It's it's going to be a long time before ad- adventure travel the nest me, is empty. Adventure travel to me would be like snorkeling, scuba diving, clip, cliff jumping. Parasailing, rock climbing. Yeah. Like stuff you need special gear to do. <laughs> special gear travel. Uh, a couple of these, uh, some other of these that I have on here, business travel, creative trip. We've talked about that with pinballing, you know, the pinball way, way across America. Do you I think, think would that's fall what it means? I think creative so. Creative trip. Okay. I, I didn't dive into this. I mean, I could pull this up right now and we could There's one called Mancation. Which mancation. It, which I've never heard of, but I've heard of like girls weekend. So I assume that's kind of similar. I believe, I would believe so. Mancation. I'll just click it. A male only vacation. No ladies. Ooh. Yikes. My favorite list I- item from Wikipedia, though, was time travel. Oh, which, that's uh, on here? It is. It's one of one of the t- forms of travel one can participate in. Where do you in. see it? it was just, it's on the webpage. Just click on the Wikipedia. It's mm-hmm. under the subcategories at the top. Uh, Aha. I see. There it is. Yeah, time travel. That would study be sweet. Ab- study abroad was another one. So these are, this is what Wikipedia came up with. But Huffington Post, I think, had a more succinct travel yeah. list that I think would apply to a broader audience and more, and, and a broader audience, but also a more, I don't know, how would you describe this? Well, the title says 14 types of travel everyone should experience once. And so I feel like the way they've categorized travel, which is a little bit different, um, really could appeal to anyone at different points in their life. Sure. And several of these, I feel like, had some overlap Mm -hmm. within this list. And several of them also could be expanded upon or combined with any of these other things. A baby moon could fall under one of these categories, mancation. So the categories on Wikipedia were... A little obscure, and these I feel like are a little bit more mainstream. Well, I feel from like I feel like it's completely different because this is like solo travel versus traveling with your family versus traveling with friends. You should try all three. Sure, but, but then it goes on to. But different you could things. do you could do adventure. You could I'm saying you could do adventure travel with as a solo trip with family or with friends. You see what I'm saying? No, I agree, but I, that's why I'm saying this list well, is different. Right, that's what I'm saying too. No, you're not. You're disagreeing with me. Okay. So <laughs> the the Huffington Post article did have uh, a few good suggestions here. Group tour, package trip. Package trip. Did I type that right? Let me go to the Huffington Post article exactly. Yeah, package trip. Like when you book it all together. Oh, yes. Of course. And so, so, yeah. like Like... At some point in your life, you should take a trip that's like already set up for you. At some point in your life, you should take a trip that's completely spontaneous. Right. There are a lot of, just a lot of options. And it made me think then about how we travel. And I wanted to talk, I wanted us to spend just a little bit of time talking about the way that we prefer to travel, some of Mm -hmm. the goals that we have traveling in the future, some types of trips we would like to take. Yeah. And then I want to talk a little bit about the name of our podcast and our blog and, and our identity as Adventures of Kayla and Silas and talk about what that means to us mm-hmm. in the form of travel. Because I, I don't think that our 
title specifically means adventure travel with Kayla and Silas. No. That's not what we specialize in, but I just want to talk about the name of it a little bit. So first off, what type of travel would you say we most regularly do? Do I have to fit it into one of these categories? You know, fit it into a category that, that you want, because as Wikipedia has shown, we can just We can make up we our own. Yeah, we can. I mean, generally speaking thus far, we travel with what I would call like a budget to mid-range kind of price point. Yeah. So we're not doing like luxury travel or anything like that. Generally speaking, we'll go to one major destination, but we won't necessarily have a lot of that planned out. So there's room for spontaneity and room for planning. Generally speaking, we technically take backpacks and do a lot of public transportation. We're not usually ones to like rent a car once we get somewhere if there's good public transportation around. We will take limos whenever they're accessible, but <laughs> so far that has not been the case for any of our trips. That's fake news. But, and this kind of caught my attention, like one of these on the HuffPost article is treat yourself to some luxury. So like I feel like every once in a while we'll do something that feels like a bit of a splurge. Yeah. And then the next day we like eat lunch at a grocery store, <laughs> right? you know, and just in general, I feel like our travel doesn't necessarily fit into any of these categories per se. I, I would say I would slightly disagree. I would say that it fits into a lot of those categories and like it, it's not, yeah, simultaneously. It's yeah. not contained by just one of these things. And I don't think that m- most people's trips would be. Right. I did see a word just now, though, that stuck out to me. So on the Wikipedia page, it talks about cultural travel. And I would say that perhaps is maybe the best description of what we like to do because Silas really is into food when we go places. I'm really into history when we go places. We spend a Um, lot of time at museums and at restaurants. (laughs) We do. (laughs) That's true. We'll go eat something. We'll walk around a cultural district. And eat, then we'll eat something, and then we will go to a museum, and then we'll be done and, and go get a drink, followed by going to eat something. I swear we're, I gain pretty dedicated 20 to, to 30 pounds eating. a day on each trip that we've taken. So No, but I do think that gets at kind of our interests while we're traveling, because we aren't ones necessarily to go scuba diving or zip lining or whatever. Not that we wouldn't do those things at certain right. places, yep. but that I think the things that if, if we do sit down and we say these are our must-do things for this city or this country, it's generally tied to something cultural. Mm-hmm. We want to try this food. We want to see this thing. You know, we want to experience this hike up to this beautiful location. Yep. And in general, we try to kind of like fit in and kind of do as the locals do as much as we can. Which I would say is still a big part of the the cultural aspect. So yeah, that's right, that's exactly. all very that's all it describes the majority of our trips really well, and it uh, is all very cultural. And I think that's a lot of fun for us, and and works really well for us. But I know that we have talked about doing some other types of trips that would fall under these categories. We didn't talk about it in those terms, mm-hmm. but as we're looking at it from this through this lens right now, what are some trips that you personally want to do that are outside that cultural travel Hmm. for us upcoming we are 
looking at possibly doing a cruise with my oh yeah with my brother and his family and We've, neither of us have ever been on a cruise before so nope, that would be unique and kind of very unlike our typical trip yep i'm personally looking forward to time travel <laughs> in the near future we'll see we'll see how that pans out for me mancation i've done i haven't done a mancation since i was a freshman in college and oh, at the point mancation was. wasn't a travel term it's, not, it's been a term since the 2000s well then i might have been taking a mancation and just didn't even know it but we we went backpacking and hiking in arkansas yeah and it was a lot of fun and it was mm-hmm. a couple of days long. We did not eat 8,000 calories a day like this guy did on the Appalachian Trail. Bummer. But I tried really hard. So we're getting ready to do a road trip. I don't think you and I have ever driven this far together. We have not. We do a pretty good job of driving together. We only fight about every 150 to 200 miles. <laughs> so we should be all right. probably true. But you think it's more frequent? No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when we'll, do we we'll, fight? We'll settle this off air. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yes. So we're planning a a trip, trip with our friend Casey, and that'll be that'll be exciting. I I like road trips because it gives us. It's one of the few times that we get to focus on just talking about nothing. A lot of times we are going and we have very business or goal oriented conversations about our day. Mm. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. And when we're on a road trip, like extended periods of time to talk without necessarily a, an agenda. Like, oh, we've got to make dinner, or oh, right. Have you done the laundry today? <laughs> right, those sorts of things. And so, it's, I, I really like road trips for that reason. So that'd be a lot of fun. What other forms, though? I'm looking through the list here, trying to see if I mean, anything one stands of the out. Things to me. that we've talked about doing is essentially like a longer term trip. So. Yes. Something that this global nomad. Oh, is that what is that the category? That's I that didn't is know a what category. that meant. I'm pretty sure that that's that means the type of trip that we're a looking person at living taking. a mobile and international lifestyle. They aim to live location independently, seeking detachment from particular geographical locations and the idea of territorial belonging. Wow, that's like that's very succinct. And it's makes it sound definition. yeah, it makes it makes it sound a lot less fun yeah. than than the YouTube videos we've watched have. So yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, so we we but we have talked about traveling. You know, I think our longest trip to date, you know, kind of excluding our like steady away experiences, which were right. obviously yep. extended. But we went three weeks for our honeymoon. The longest trip we've taken together is three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's a pretty long trip for most Americans. For most people. I would say. Okay, for most people. But I'm just thinking of American vacation time. The other trip that I have been looking at taking personally uh, that's on this list from Wikipedia is interstellar travel. <laughs> I would like to not just see the stars like the movie? from Earth. Yeah, it, there's an aspect of time travel involved there. So I'm guessing. Oh, babe, there's a bunch of categories of interstellar travel. Faster than light travel. Yep, that one would intergalactic be intergalactic travel. I'm hoping I'm hoping for both. The Voyager program? No, not interested. I don't think that ended well, did it? No. Spacecraft escaping the solar system. That is definitely something that 
would be required of, of most interstellar travel. <laughs> um, I also like how this Wikipedia page is just, a, I said it earlier, it's a rabbit hole. I We're going to get lost in here. This episode's going to get away from us. Walking. I think, it's, I think it has. Subcategories. Walking. I, <laughs> I just this is the type of travel. Walking by country. Pedestrian infrastructure. Walking art. Walking art? I just clicked on repositioning crews. And I was thinking maybe it's like, you know, where you go because you're, you're like in a rough patch in your life. And, you know, it's one of those like eat, love, pray situations where you're going to have like this come to Jesus moment. On a cruise. Well, but I didn't even pay attention to the cruise part. I was just stuck on the word repositioning. What does it mean? And then I clicked on it. It said it's a cruise where the um, starting point and the ending point are different. Why does that need its own category? <laughs> the travel part is not interesting. This is this is fascinating. Okay, we're we're we've got to we've got to walk away. Let's move on to the last little bit that I want to talk about with our the name of our podcast and our blog, Adventures of Kayla and Silas, and what that means to us as far as our travel goals and what information we're hoping to share. Maybe better close out of Wikipedia. I'm closed out. I've minimized it. Mine's closed. Where's where's your that? Um, I clicked on pet pet travel. Yep. But now I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. I closed it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Watch out when you click on the when you click on Wikipedia, you can get stuck in there for hours. It's its own kind of travel. So for me, the Adventures of Kayla and Silas is not necessarily a chronicling of all the things that we're doing, but a platform for us to share information about what we've learned through our travels Mm -hmm. and to help people to be able to travel better and depending no matter what type of travel they're hoping to do right and I think you know we never really even talked about when we first started the website we never really talked about the word adventure as it relates to this subcategory called adventure travel and really that doesn't not that we wouldn't do things that fall under adventure travel, but that's not our main purpose when we're traveling. I think we we do seek out more culture, cultural experiences than sure. adventure-seeking experiences. I would, I would argue that our trips still hold adventures for us. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's what that word gets at. And it also, it's broad enough that we, every adventure isn't necessarily a trip, right? Right. So we talked a couple weeks ago about Silas's birthday, which we called it a staycation at the time, or you could just call it a fun birthday um, that was a little bit away from home or whatever. Yeah, when you just look at the definition of adventure, it says an unusual and exciting, typically hazardous experience or activity. And I think that exciting and unusual would be more towards the, the options that we end up with I mean, going to the Prostitution Museum in Amsterdam, very unusual. Going to... Also exciting. Also exciting. Um, hazardous, I think that that can be argued, but I don't know that we need to. Yeah, I think, the, you know, kind of in the, the standard vernacular, adventure just means something fun. Something out of the ordinary. and Unusual s- and exciting. Yes. Well, so that's our show.
Before we wrap up, I would like to just remind everyone of a few updates. Ooh, updates. The We already mentioned the Yellowstone trip. Yeah. We're taking it in a few weeks. Uh, keep that on your radar because we're going to have some, some fun episodes from that and some interesting things on our website that we'll be sharing. So uh, we're excited about it. And if you have any suggestions for what we should do while visiting Yellowstone, feel Let free to write in. Know. We would love to know your thoughts on the matter. And as another update, our Udemy course is live. We actually have two courses on Udemy now, live, official, that you can sign up for and take. And we will include links to both of those. One is about studying abroad for any students. Or away. Or away. Um, The study abroad or away distinction is made because there are some students who have opportunities to participate in programs like National Student Exchange. And that's an organization within the United States that allows you to travel between universities within the United States and Canada and the U.S. Virgin Islands. But because it's not studying abroad, when you move from Iowa to Florida, it's categorized as study away. So we have a course on how to prepare for that and how to make the most of your study abroad experience or away experience. And... We also have the budgeting course live, and it was approved, and it's all set up and ready to go. So we'll include links to those in the show notes for you to be able to check out and sign up for and start learning more about travel. And that's our show. As always, we ask that you leave any questions you have in the comments section below, or if you have a specific question, feel free to email us directly or connect with us on social media. Our email address is kaylaandsilas at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest by searching Kayla and Silas. Once again, we're Kayla and Silas, wishing you luck with your upcoming adventures. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun.